you could ever need, starting right now. Hello and welcome back to The Water Break on 88.9 The Bridge. I am McLean, got Cy and Will in the studio with me, and we're going to be playing trivia and doing the Mariners mailbag this segment. Now, I'm going to open up trivia by explaining the rules really quick. So I won last week, so I'm going to host trivia this week, and I'm going to ask questions, and Will and Cy are going to buzz in with their name, and... They get to answer. If you buzz in and you get it wrong, the other person can has the option to steal or they can pass. The first person to get three points wins. So you get a point by answering the question right. You get a point for stealing. So let's uh, just get right into it. All right. All right. Uh, this is an NFL draft question. Last week for the NFL draft, the New York Jets made Zach Wilson the highest drafted quarterback in the history of the Jets. Who is second place? Uh, Will. Will. Is it Sam Darnold? It is Sam Darnold. Bit of okay. an easy question. So Will's now got one point and size got zero. There we Darn go. It. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. This is a baseball question. Uh, Albert Pujols was just DFA'd by... De- that's designated for assignment, by the way in case you don't know, uh, by the Los Angeles Angels uh, in the middle of his 10th season. He played for 11 seasons with another team before the Angels. What's that team? Oh, I should know this. Yeah. Come on, yeah, he was an I all-star. Know this as well. He was yeah. an all-star like like all of those times. He won rookie of the year with this team and three MVPs. The problem is I just think of him as always like in the red of the Angels uniforms, you know. I'm not uh, yeah. I'm going to go Okay, Will, I'm going to say the Athletics. That's nope, probably wrong. Not the okay. A's. It's a National League team. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Psy. Psy. Is it the... Is it the Cardinals? It is the Cardinals. That's pretty cool. Was that a guess? Or did you know that? Yeah, that that was a straight guess. (laughs) All right, total guess. Well, you managed to get it. Uh, Will, I can see why you would only be able to picture him in Angels Red. The Cardinals also wore red. Interesting. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's the so Albert Pujols was an eleven-year St. Louis Cardinal. Uh, three MVPs. Uh, I believe eight trips to the All-Star Game and the National League Rookie of the Year. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. He was a career 328 hitter in Cardinals red, which was pretty crazy. Um, yeah, that is pretty good. Yeah. And he's always been good for the Angels. He's I mean, been he was pretty that. good until about 2017 or 2018, but of course he is almost 45 yeah. years old. He's older than Tom Brady. Um, wow. Albert Pujols he uh he's listed in the MLB as 41, but he actually lied about his age so that he could come to America. He's actually 44. So they still have that as like their official listing, though. Yeah, well, because it's him lying about his age it's the kind of thing where like everybody knows about it lowercase k but you know Uh, the league can't actually admit it because they'd have to admit that he came to the country illegally um but yeah it's yeah that's that's my favorite albert pujols anecdote is that if he was actually allowed to say his real age he would have pretty much every age-related record in baseball Um, wow yeah all right we should get back to trivia yes okay sorry it's we're tied at one point apiece um, this is a uh, Seattle Seahawks draft history question. Uh, the Seahawks' first pick of the last year's draft was at number 59. What is the highest first pick in Seahawks history, and who was taken there? Oh, man. The last, like, the only first-rounder I remember was Irving, I think. Is that Bruce Irvin? It is not yeah. Bruce Irvin. He, was tr- he wasn't that good. So All right, Cy, you I can have no steal idea. if I'm you want. Pass. Hmm. You can say uh, the so the highest pick in Seahawks history. The it was pretty pick in Seahawks. Yeah, history. it was pretty recent too. Like considering how old the franchise is. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I'm not sure. So I'm gonna just say Russell Wilson. <laughs> it is not Russell Wilson. Not Russell him. Wilson was a he third was round pick. Later, yeah. Oh crap! Whoops. <laughs> you'd have you'd have been better shooting with Dwayne Eskridge. Uh, I mean, he was he was a higher pick than Russ. Uh, the highest pick in oh, wow. in uh, Seahawks history was Aaron Curry at number three in two thousand and nine. Oh wow! What? Who? Oh, exactly. Man. And he's uh, a nobody. Yeah. He was the only uh, first round pick of the Jim Mora era. Uh, after Holmgren. Uh, left the Seahawks, but before Carroll, we had Jim Mora was the coach for a year. I don't expect you to remember that because you would have been like seven years old. But it, it it was the highest pick in Seahawks draft history. That's wow. pretty crazy. We've <laughs> never had a one or a two. We've yeah no never had a one or a two. Um, it's yeah. Uh, there's that some some Seahawks history for you guys. All right, uh, now on to the next question. The score is still tied at one to one. We're going to go with, uh, I think we're going to go with a hockey question. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, the St. Louis Blues made Jordan Bennington the highest paid goalie in the league earlier this season. Who is second place? Uh, Will. Go, what what is it? I'm going to go with Carey Price, but I feel like that might be wrong. Carey Price is correct. Okay. Okay. Oh. That's good. It would have been kind of messed up if he wasn't the second highest paid goalie because he's really good. It's close. It's close. Uh, Carey Price uh, and Andre Velasevsky are both uh, making... Vasilevsky. Pay- Vasilevsky? What did I say? Yeah, Vasilevsky. You said Vasilevsky. it kind of It's Vasilevsky, yeah. Vasilevsky. Point is, you know who I was talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the goaltender for the Lightning. They're both making... Up like just upwards of ten million dollars a season, so it's they're they're pretty close. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, that's the answer. So Will, you now have got two points, and Size got one. 
Should we move on to the next question? Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question. Uh, the Oakland Athletics baseball question, by the way. So the Oakland Athletics are one of the league's oldest franchises. They were actually relocated to Oakland, as most California teams were, from the East Coast, where they were the Philadelphia Athletics. Uh, and their original logo was an animal. Do you, does anyone know what that animal is? Will. Sigh. Will. Was it a grizzly bear? It is not a grizzly bear. Dang it. Sigh for the steal. Sigh. Uh, it was it was an elephant. We it was were talking an elephant. About this earlier. Two oh, to two, man. and we're now at a game point. Both teams. Oh wait, was that the one you were talking about earlier? I I was talking yeah. about this before the show. I was no, really hoping I, you guys would remember that. I it was, I, I was not even paying attention. I was looking up stats. I got that elephant memory, fair. you know. Yeah, I mean, well, you know what they say about elephants? They uh, never forget. So all right. <laughs> But yeah, so there's so there's some MLB history for you guys. It's it's pretty cool. Uh, all right, should I ask another baseball question? I feel like I should ask another baseball question. Why not? All right, I'm going to ask another baseball question. Uh, so uh-huh. earlier in the show, I talked about John Means and how he had thrown uh, a no hitter that was almost a perfect game. The, if he had thrown a perfect game, it would have been the 22nd in the history of the league. Name the pitcher who threw the 21st. Uh, Will. Will. It, oh, uh, it's between two guys. In my oh, head. no. Uh, James Paxton? <laughs> nope, not Pax. Pax has never thrown a perfect game. He is, oh, wait, he threw a new hitter. He is uh, the only wait, no-hitter. Can I go th- again? Uh, No, you got it wrong. It. No. Sigh. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> okay, that's good. The 21st. The 21st no-hitter. Oh. It was also the most recent no or the recent perfect game in baseball history. Man, the audience probably thinks you're so game. dumb right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean... This is a pretty easy question. I mean, granted, it was it was a while ago. It was, uh, I believe, nine years ago. Oh, nine years ago. Yeah. Oh, Which, yeah. As far as perfect games go, pretty ago. recent. Per- pretty recent, but... Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. All right, the answer: Wait. King Felix yeah, Hernandez. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> no, uh, I thought well, it was Paxton because okay. didn't he get a no hitter? He threw a no hitter in Canada. Yeah. He's the only Canadian okay. pitcher to actually throw a no hitter in Canada. I don't know why I thought of that. Oh, yeah, no, it's okay. I, I get, I get been easy. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I figured in a Seattle market, you guys would enjoy hearing about hearing about Felix's no hitter, but like. Felix's perfecto. Back in 2012, actually, August 15th, 2012, he was perfect against the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, on to the next question. I feel like I should ask about the draft again. The draft is in the news. I've been thinking about the draft a lot. Uh, ask about basketball. <laughs> no. That would not go well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if I ask about basketball, that's essentially giving Sai the win. But if I ask about hockey, that's essentially giving Will the win. I think you should ask about hockey. Why not? I think you should ask about a different sport than. I think you should ask about football. All right. Uh, We'll make this one. We'll make this one a football question. I've been asking for a lot of second place stuff, like you know the the second most recent almost perfect game or the second uh, 
the highest quarterback drafted by the Jets, you know? I think I'll change things up. I'll ask uh, for uh, for the first place of something. Uh, so Tyler Lockett set the Seattle Seahawks' all-time franchise record for most catches in a season last season. Um, how many did he get? Oh. And, you know, this is going long, so we'll say you both get to guess, and the closest without going over wins. All right. Sigh. Sigh. Go with forty. Forty. All right. All right. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take forty-one. I think it was more than that. Forty-one. It was definitely more than forty-one. We were looking for one hundred on the dot. Okay. Perfect. I was just 100. doing one above size number, so oh, I would get no. everything above that. So I'd yeah, it was a hundred. Oh, so Will wins no. forty catches. You really thought forty would be the all-time Seahawks receiving record? Wow, forty catches. Yeah. Think about this. They play sixteen oh, yeah, games true. a season. Yeah, that's if you, that's, uh, yeah. If you that's get forty questions or catches. You're averaging like less than three a game. That's not much. You're averaging yeah, you're yeah two and a half per game. It is yeah. That would be a very average or not even that good of a average catch per game. That would be I I I think the Seahawks had a running back get forty catches last season. Possibly, I, yeah. I believe Carson had forty. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> can't I? I really, I really, I can't believe that was what you shot with. Anyway, that's great. That's great. I'll take the win. All to be right, fair, well, though, I should have had the win on the King Felix question. <laughs> Definitely. I don't know how I. I don't know how I missed that. All right. Well, congratulations, Will. And you know what that means? You have to write trivia next week. Oh so yeah. It's really more this. of a chore for I you than anyone myself. else. I sure. saved myself. I sure. I love writing trivia because I, I know dude, I get to put so in fun. all these unfair questions that you guys will know nothing about because you barely watch the sport. I get to talk about the, I mean, well, it's it's, it's more fun hosting trivia than writing it. Because I get to talk about, you know, the Philadelphia Athletics Elephant logo. You know, under what other circumstances do I get to bring that up? You know, it's it's always nice. And I get to remind you guys of forgotten names like Aaron Curry. Did any of you guys know the name Aaron Curry before we did trivia today? I'm going to be honest, I did not. He's part of the coaching Dude, staff I, now I, too. Yeah. I still don't. I still don't know who Aaron Curry is. <laughs> he's, a, he's on the coaching staff. I mean, he was like a... He was Bruce Irvin who was actually drafted as his replacement. He was that like rush end uh strong side linebacker type. You know, he was a front seven defender uh for the for the Jim Mora Seahawks. Um and he's now a defensive. I believe his title is that he's a quality control coach, I think. I don't know. He's he's on the coaching staff is the point. If you go to the like Seahawks.com, he's listed as a coach or a defensive assistant. Uh, but yeah, that's that's your Aaron Curry biopic. Um, I uh, I guess now if you never knew who Aaron Curry was, you now have a name that you can throw around with like older Seahawks fans who probably remember it. Him and Rick Meyer are got to be the biggest busts in franchise history. Uh, mm-hmm. Poor Rick Meyer. But yeah, we're going to move on. Uh, Mariners mailbag. It was a pretty uh, eventful week for the Seattle Mariners. Uh, what questions do you guys have about the Mariners? I I don't have too bad. How are they looking in the standings right now? I know they had a really hot start, but uh, how are they doing at this point? Standings, they're around 500. They just dropped a series to the Orioles in which they got no hit in the rubber game. Uh, oh, they dropped yeah. that series two games to one, although they'll look to pick up some ground this weekend against the Rangers. They're either, I mean, depending on uh, what happens tonight, they'll either be uh, second or third in the division. They're... Are the Rangers pretty bad? The Rangers are in last in the division, yes. Okay. But the top four teams in the AL West are kind of clustered up. So 
You know, if you're listening to this, by the way, if you're listening to this live, the Mariners are in either second or third. Uh, but if you're listening on Spotify, I have no idea where they're going. Um, they're pretty tight at the top of the AL West. That's uh, good. I'm, yeah, I'm less, really less than a game separates uh, the second, third, and fourth place teams, which is Seattle, uh, Houston, and the Angels. Oh, I hate Houston. Yeah, me too. Well, hopefully they drop. I mean, I can't imagine there's Actually, not many people that still like Houston. I can't yeah. imagine there's too many people either. I gotta say, uh, Houston. seeing Houston get booed everywhere they go is super fun. That is true. <laughs> I've heard some uh, very interesting chants that I probably can't repeat on the air uh, about Houston. So, yeah, it's certainly not a whole lot of love for them. It's like, I remember I went to a one uh, range, or it was Yankees versus Mariners games, and what they chant towards A-Rod whenever he comes up to bat was not the nicest stuff. Yeah, man, it's been a long time since A-Rod's been, like, I know. playing in the league. Yeah, it was a while ago. Like, I was, I don't know how old I was, but it was pretty young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, my question is: Do you think do you think the Mariners are going to make the World Series this year? <laughs> are they going to make the World Series this year? Going to go with a resounding no. They are still above <laughs> five hundred. They're one game above five hundred right now. Um, of course, they play tonight, so that game is actually still happening. So they'll either be two above five hundred or at five hundred in call it an hour. Uh, but. Yeah, I mean, the, the the World Series, that's definitely a pretty lofty aspiration for a team that's only really got three guys that are hitting above 200. Yeah, that's true. Offense has been kind of hard Who to Who are those by. two guys? Is one of them Kyle Lewis? Uh, Kyle Lewis is hitting 181 right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's not good. He's not started too hot. Kyle Seeger is hidden in the 250s. Ty France is also in the 250s, and Mitch Hanniger is around 260. That's it's, not, you know, not there's terrible, not a lot of offense happening. That's not too great, yeah. This is a team that was just no hit earlier this week. So yeah, there's, that is true. There's really, those guys are the only, like, big league bats, and then generally somebody in the bottom of the order is productive. J.P. Crawford is over 200, I think. He's He's in the 230s right now, but yeah yeah it's uh it's it's not been pretty this team is where they're at because of good starting pitching clutch bullpen and all the production coming from the same guys so you know okay i have i have one question it's not quite mariners related but it's baseball related yes uh why are the angels like the one of the worst teams in the league i thought they were really really good can't pitch Really? Oh. Yeah, they've got a lot of bats on their team. I mean, they just got—they just up and got rid of Albert Pujols. They just ate oh, wow. a thirty million dollar uh, dead money cap hit so that they could—not a cap hit, but they just ate thirty million dollars in dead money so that they could not have him in their lineup. They wanted to give his spot at first base to Jared Walsh, who's hitting like three hundred. David Fletcher's hitting like three hundred. Trout is trout Shohei Otani has hit 10 home runs already and we're only a month into the season um and you know it they can hit they can hit it's the pitching they're the staff ace quote quote staff ace uh is Dylan Bundy and he's Dylan Bundy he's like a pretty all right pitcher for a good team uh but the rest of their starting rotation is filled with a bunch of nobodies they're a 
every year at the deadline, there are around 500, and all of the analysts say that, you know, they're going to trade an outfield prospect to Cleveland to get a starting pitcher, and they never do. It's the same mock trade every year. Does you know, Cleveland have a lot of pitchers? Is that like... Are they they do have that? a lot of pitchers. They're okay. essentially a pitcher factory. They shipped away a lot of their pitchers at the deadline last season, got rid of Mike Clevenger. Uh, they also got rid of Corey Kluber and Trevor Bauer in years past at the deadline or in the offseason. Uh, and right now they're holding on. Their only established name is Shane Bieber, but they've got a lot of young guys in the rotation behind him that they should be able to fetch a pretty penny for, even if they do hang on to Bieber. Uh, the Angels, however, they've also got an, an abundance uh, in the outfield. They've got Joe Adele is uh, their top outfield prospect, and he was, until the recent move, he was stuck behind Mike Trout, Jared Walsh, and Justin Upton in the outfield trying to get playing time. So they really couldn't find a way to get him into games. But uh, without Trout, they can move Walsh to first and put Adele in right. So... That's what a lot of people think the path is forward for the Angels is. Uh, they actually haven't played since DFAing Trout. Or, not Trout, since DFAing Pujols. Uh, <laughs> I'm tired, man, you can tell. But yeah, it's uh, it, it's been a while. The point is, the Angels are suffering because pitching can't keep them in games. Okay, that kind of makes sense, because I've always known them for some of their superstars, like namely Mike Trout and Pujols. So I was, was kind of confused when I saw them doing so poorly. Yeah, Trout, Pujols, uh, David Fletcher is also hitting like 300 at the top of their lineup. And I haven't even talked about Anthony Rendon yet. Anthony Rendon is an absolute home run machine. He brings a, an amount of production uh, to that third base position that the Angels haven't had in a long time. He's been hurt his last couple of seasons in Angels Red. But, you know, this season he's finally healthy and he's mashing. It's, it's just the pitching staff. The pitching staff is just so utterly abysmal. <laughs> they, they can't do anything. Poor angels. All right, with that uh, retrospective, Los Angeles Angels retrospective, uh, we're going to be uh, ending this show here. Thank you guys for listening to The Water Break on 88.9 The Bridge. It's been a pleasure sharing this Friday night with you. I hope you guys are doing great. And with that, we're going to be signing off. Have a great weekend, and keep listening on 88.9 The Bridge for more music and conversation that spans generations.